29 years old and pregnant for the first time, Mariana Picton noticed her nausea only went away when she took long walks and ate stapici, Serbian-style salty pretzel sticks. It was 2009. Mariana and her husband Richard had been living in England, but they moved back to Šipovo, the small town in Bosnia and Herzegovina, where Mariana grew up, when she was seven months along. Shipovo's bars were filled with unemployed men, and two of the town's four factories had not fully reopened for business, tangible signs of the war that once tore the former Yugoslavia apart. After taking a birthing class in England, Mariana and Richard had a long list of questions for the staff at the Merkonich Grad Clinic, where they would have their baby. Would her husband be allowed to stay with her? Most husbands in Serbia don't, they were told, but the staff could make an exception. What kind of pain medication would they provide? None, the doctor answered, unless you need a C-section. What about epidurals? If you want it, you have to buy it yourself, the doctor responded. Most people get them from Italy, and then you have to find the anesthesiologist to give you the injection. Mariana's water broke that November on her birthday. She called the clinic to tell them she and Richard were coming so they could turn on the heat in the labor room. Two years earlier, in Oakland, New Jersey, 28-year-old Melissa Farah, a special education teacher at Avon Elementary School, was pregnant for the first time. Melissa and her husband Dan were planners. They had been married for almost two years and had begun trying to start a family on their first wedding anniversary. Melissa felt especially lucky because a close girlfriend, Valerie Scythes, was pregnant too. Both women planned to have their babies at the same hospital in Woodbury, New Jersey. Here's the question. Which young woman would be better off? The one in a small Balkan country still recovering from a brutal civil war? Or the mom in the richest and most powerful country in the world with state-of-the-art medical equipment and know-how? The answer, Mariana. According to the most recent reports, the likelihood of a mom like Melissa dying due to pregnancy or childbirth in the United States is more than four times higher than in Bosnia and Herzegovina and seven times higher than in Italy or Ireland. The likelihood of her dying as a result of childbirth is five times greater than in Germany and Spain and 15 times greater than in Greece. The United States also lags behind most industrialized countries when it comes to the health and well-being of infants. Eight American children per 1,000 live births will not live to age five. Fact. A child in the United States is more than twice as likely as a child in Finland, Iceland, Sweden, or Singapore to die before her fifth birthday. We feel great sadness and shock when we hear about a baby dying. Avery Cornett of Lebanon, Missouri, who was 10 days old when he died on December 18, 2011, of a bacterial infection thought to be contracted from contaminated infant formula. A two-week-old, unnamed baby boy who died in September 2011 
from complications due to an out-of-hospital circumcision. Six-week-old Ian Larson Gromowski, who died of a severe reaction to the birth dose of the hepatitis B shot on August 10, 2007. We stop in horror, our hearts in our throats for the grieving parents. But we consider these deaths isolated incidents, rare occurrences that garner our sympathy, sure, but that certainly won't happen to us. Fact. The United States has one of the highest infant death rates of the industrialized world. It is safer to be born in 48 other countries than in the United States. Fact. Of the some 4.3 million babies born in America each year, more than 25,000 will die in their first